Hello and welcome to Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm Diana Abercrombie and I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to see where God takes us on this journey. My goal for this podcast is to dig into God's Word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, and teach us how to apply His Word to our lives, and then turn around and help others in their faith walk. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 4.4, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I don't think we can live it if we don't know it. I want us to dig into God's Word, pick the Scripture apart, and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it in our lives. Again, thank you so much for being here with me. Let's start walking, shall we? Welcome to another podcast episode of Walk by Faith with Diana. I am so grateful you're here with me today, and I'm super excited to share what God has put on my heart this week. For me, last week was a very busy week. Let me tell you just a little bit about it, because not only was it busy, but I had an opportunity and was blessed to be invited to participate in some training classes for suicide intervention and prevention. And y'all, that just touched my heart so much because people are so hopeless sometimes and are in places in their hearts and in their minds where they just don't know what to do. And that... um training just helped me be aware of things that I probably would never have been aware of otherwise. Um, Help me to understand that people are in a hopeless place at times and that, that I don't need to be so busy that I don't stop and listen. It was huge. And it was, it was a great reminder for me to be diligent in keeping God's word front and center. Like not only in my life, but to keep speaking it so that others hear it and receive it. Because God's word is so full of hope. And when there are those out there who have no hope, and we all walk through times when we just don't, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what to do. But God's word is full of hope. So that's what I pray is that we will just be very aware of the hope that is in God's word and that we won't be afraid to share it. I'm so grateful for the opportunity um, to have been a part of that last week. And I just pray that if, if I need to use that training at any time, that I will not hesitate, that I will move and do what God has me do. And pray for me in that, too, because um, you really never know what God's going to do when he allows you to um, be a part of something. And when he allows you to be exposed to something and learn something, you never know what he's going to require of you in that. So do um, remember me in that and be praying for me. So for today, I want to dive into a passage of scripture in Deuteronomy. I've been spending quite a quite a bit of time in the Old Testament um, this year because I am reading the Bible in a year, which I do every year. I have for the last probably three or four years now. Um, changed my life, by the way. I highly encourage you uh, to read the Bible through in a year. It absolutely changed my life. But this year, I decided to read the Bible chronologically 
um, instead of doing some of the Old Testament and some of the New Testament. So I'm reading an app that takes you through it chronologically. So it's been very interesting to read that. And, and all this year we've been in the Old Testament. I have other devotionals that I read that that um, I'm reading a lot in the New Testament as well, because I do like to read both. But to read it through in a year chronologically so far has been very interesting. So um, to say the least, I have been spending a good bit of time in the Old Testament this year. And there's a verse in Deuteronomy chapter five that really stood out to me when I read it. And again, I've read Deuteronomy chapter five many times, but this year, this time, in this moment, it really stood out to me. So I want to share that verse with you, of course. Um, before we do, let's go to the Lord in prayer so that we can invite him to open our hearts and our minds to receive what he has for us. So let's pray. Lord, I, I want to come to you, Lord, today just very grateful. I'm prayerful that as we go through your word and as we study what you have for us today, that you would speak, that we would set aside all distractions and anything else that may be going on in our lives and focus on you and what you would have us hear and receive. Your word is truly active and living, and I am grateful. And I pray for each person who is listening to this podcast that you would reach them, touch them, meet them where they are, Lord. Open their eyes and their hearts and their ears to receive a word from you today. Teach us something new, Holy Spirit, today. Help us receive it. Lord, I pray that we would become very hungry for your word and for you and for what you have. You left your word for us, Lord, to live by. Help us to be hungry for it, to read it, to study it, to let it sink in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, for the passage that you just brought to me and just gave it a whole new meaning for me. I'm very grateful, Lord. And I just pray that as we go through it today, Lord, that you would be glorified and that you would allow people who are listening to this podcast to hear what you would have them hear. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray. Amen. Okay, let's get started. Let's dig into Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 31. And I will say this in the beginning. There are so many things that as I was reading that one verse, the Holy Spirit just like just started showing me all kinds of different things. And I know I'm not going to say all of them tonight or today, but I do want to share some of what the Holy Spirit put on my heart with this. It was so interesting. And I pray that you um, will be able to go back and read that verse and just see how it applies to your life. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 31 says, But as for you, stand here by me that I may speak to you all the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which you shall teach them, that they may observe them in the land which I give them to possess. Now, I love how personal this passage is. And as I started breaking this verse down, I began to realize that it is so full of instruction. There's so much in this verse that we can apply in our lives today. 
So let's look at that. First, it starts out by saying, but as for you. Now, in this particular passage, Moses was addressing the children of Israel and he was reminding them of all the things that had gone on since they had left um, Egypt. And he was telling them what God had said to him. And he said, God said, but as for you. Now, that makes it personal. He was speaking to Moses in that passage. But when he says, but as for you. That phrase has such a deep meaning for us as Christians because God is taking that that phrase. He's taking that and he's saying, listen, this is for you. This is something that I want you to hear. This is something that I want you to do. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. This is something that I have for you. So I was thinking about it and I can just hear him saying to me, But as for you, Diana, but as for you. So I want you to think about that and put your name there. And just know and understand that there are times when our Lord does say to us, but as for you. This is meant for you. And that's what he says in that. This is meant for you. I want you to get it. And he says it's important because once you get it, I'm going to have you teach it to others. That, to me, is what really came out in this verse. And that's powerful. I don't want to miss those as-for-you moments with our Lord. Then it says, stand here by me. As if he's saying, come closer. I want you to hear this. And you will only get it if you're standing close to me. Now, how often are we standing too far away from God when he's telling us something or when he's trying to show us something and we can't hear him or we can't understand him? You know, like all those times when you're standing at a distance and someone's saying something to you and you're steady looking at them like, what did you say? What did you say? That's what this reminds me of. It's like we have to come stand by him, come stand close to him. Because if we're standing close to him, we hear him, we see him better, and we can understand much better than if we're standing off at a distance somewhere. I also love that he says, stand here by me, as opposed to sit here by me. If you think about it, we're in a much better position to move when we're standing than when we're sitting. There are those times when God wants us to stand by him, come close to him so that he can prepare us for whatever it is that's coming, for whatever it is that he wants us to do. Stand by him. Stand ready. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11, it says, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. And Ephesians 6, 13 says, Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. Now, there are definitely those times when we need to sit at the feet of Jesus. No doubt. We need to sit at his feet and just listen to him, just as Mary did in Luke chapter 10, which that's one of my favorite verses chapters is is Luke and the story of Mary and Jesus and Martha. Jesus had come to Mary and Martha's house that day 
And Martha was super busy getting things, things, get that, getting things prepared for Jesus. Martha was highly upset that her sister was sitting there doing nothing and in fact wanted Jesus to tell Mary to get up and help her with the preparations. Now Mary, on the other hand, was sitting at Jesus's feet, learning from him. She was allowing Jesus to prepare her for him and his work instead of her preparing things for him. She was doing what she needed to do so that she could hear and act on the instruction that God may be giving her or that the Lord was giving her. She was listening to him. She was, she was at his feet, being still before him and listening to him. I love that. The discipline of sitting at his feet in quiet stillness, just listening to him, absorbing it all, letting it all sink in, is what prepares us to stand firm and stand ready when we're called. When we're sitting at his feet, we show that we trust him, that we're listening for him to teach us, and we're ready to receive what he's saying. Now, another thing that came to my mind as I began breaking this verse down is how God pulls us close to him. Just like a parent pulls their child close to them to keep them safe, God knows what's coming ahead. He sees everything. He knows everything. So there are those times when he's going to say, come, come closer, come stand by me. And what we tend to do is drift off. We, we're, we are so much like little children where we just kind of drift off away from God. And God is, t- is saying, come stand by me. As for you, you need to come stand by me. And I love that about our God is he, because he knows, he sees, and he knows when we're drifting off. And he knows to say to us, and we need to be able to hear him and listen for him. And I also want to make sure that I, I emphasize that part of drifting off from God is is because we do not read our Bibles. We don't go to church. We don't surround our, ourselves by those godly people who will help encourage us and hold us accountable and help us stay focused on the Lord. We, we begin to drift away and wander off, and we're not standing close or sitting at his feet when we do that. Now, there's another thing that I don't want us to miss in this verse. He says, come stand here. It's very intentional. He tells us where to stand here and then by me. He's getting our attention and then telling us he wants us to stand there because it's next to him. There's a reason he's telling us to to come stand in that place. It's because God is there. It's almost as if he says, this is where I am. Come stand where I am. Stop wandering off. I want you to be where I am so that you can hear my instruction and so that I can keep you. We need to make a conscious effort to stand where God is because where he is is where we hear him. 
Where he is, is where we will receive instruction. Where he is, is where we are safe. And that doesn't necessarily mean that bad things aren't going to happen. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being close to God so that whatever happens, we are in agreement with him and we're walking with him and we're close to him. And he is teaching us and showing us and we're holding on to his hand and he's holding on to us. The other thing I want you to remember is where he is, is in his word. So if we refuse to stand next to him or come up to him or get close to him, if we refuse to read our Bibles, spend time in prayer, spend time at his feet, go to church, surround ourselves with godly people who will help hold us accountable, then we miss what he has for us. This verse says, come stand here by me that I may speak to you. Now, on any given day, at any given moment, how many people speak to us? And often it's multiple people speaking to us all at one time. The Lord tells us to stand by him, come get close to him so that he may speak to us. He knows there are any number of people speaking to us all day long. He also knows that the one we need to hear speaking to us is him. When we stand by or close to him, it's so much easier to hear his voice over all the other voices we hear all day. He wants to speak to us. He wants us to hear him. But if we're not close enough to him, all the other noise will drown his voice out. So God created us to be in relationship with him. And part of being in relationship with him is listening to him when he speaks. Part of listening when he speaks is stationing ourselves by him or close to him so that when he speaks, we hear him. Now, I also believe that he is very clear in this scripture, this verse, as to who is to be doing the speaking. Now, aren't there times when we come close to God and we just start talking? We think what we have to say is just so important and we never give God an opportunity to speak to us. Now, that's not to say that what we're bringing to God isn't important. What we have to say and what we're bringing to God may very well be important. But what God has to say to us is more important than anything. We must get to a place in our prayer lives, in our walk with God, in our hearts and in our minds that we realize only what God says is important. So when he says, but as for you, stand here by me that I may speak to you, then we need to get quiet and listen. He also said in this verse that I may speak to you. He made it personal in the beginning of this verse when he said, but as for you, and now he's making it personal again. He had something to say and he want, there are times when he has something to say to us and he just wants to say it to us. And in that moment, he's not speaking to everyone else. He's speaking to us. Don't miss those moments when God is speaking to you. When he has a word for you, just for you, don't miss those times when God says to you, but as for you, stand here by me that I may speak to you. Now, let's look at what God was speaking to Moses in that time, in that verse. He was speaking instruction to him. He said to Moses, 
But as for you, stand here by me, that I may speak to you all the commandments and the statutes and the judgments. Now, I love that part of this verse because not only did God put the Ten Commandments on a tablet in written form, but he wanted to speak the commandments. He wanted Moses to hear the commandments, not just see them on a tablet. He wanted to speak the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments to him. Now, isn't that what he does with us? Think about it. We have his written word, the Bible. We can and we should read it, of course. And all scripture is inspired by God. All scripture is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. 2 Timothy 3.16 tells us that. But there's more to it. When the Holy Spirit speaks it to us, it goes from being words on a page that we should be reading or we're supposed to read to absolute breath of life for us. It just breathes a whole new life into us when we know that the Holy Spirit has shown us something. How special is it when we read the Word of God and know that the Holy Spirit has spoken it to us, that the Holy Spirit has helped us hear it, not just read the words that are on the page, that He has opened our eyes and given us a new insight and wisdom as to what those passages of Scripture meant then, but also mean to us now in whatever it is that we might be walking through. I'm talking about making it come alive in our lives. That's what God was doing here, and that's what God does for us now. And that's why Moses had such a close walk with God. He had a relationship with God. God spoke to him. God called him to stand by him, stand close to him so he could speak instruction to him. And then God told Moses he wanted him to teach what he was speaking to him to the children of Israel. Now, when God gives us a word, when God speaks to our hearts, when God calls us to stand by him so he can speak to us and instruct us, once it comes alive to us, because God has not only allowed us to read his word, but then he speaks it to us. He allows the Holy Spirit to help us hear it, not just see it. Then we are able to share it with others because it comes from deep within us. It comes from a different place. It goes from the head to the heart. And that is powerful. Then he requires us to give what he has given to us to others. We are to teach others what we have learned. And I love that. I love that. There's also in this verse where he said, teach them that they may observe them. Now, observe means to notice or perceive, and perceive means to attain an awareness of. It's more than exposing others to what the Word says. It's teaching or instructing them so that they can attain an awareness of His instruction. That can only come from the Holy Spirit. That can only come from God from being close to God, from standing in close proximity to Him so that He can speak to us, not way off at a distance where we may not even understand what He's saying. Now, the last part of that verse 
continues with the observing part. He says to teach them so that they can observe what they have learned when they get in the new land that God is giving them to possess. Don't miss that. He's sending them into a new land that they are to possess. And when they get there in that new land, he wants them to remember to observe what they have already learned. That they, what they've already prepared for, what they know God has given them. He's teaching them and he wants Moses to teach them so that they continue to observe it when they get into the new land that they're going to possess. And he does the same thing with us. We are not to forget who he is, what his word means, and what he's done just because something new is going on in our lives or he's allowed something new. We're to take all of that with us so that we can live the life that he wants us to live in the land or in the new land that he's sending us into. That's so important because when we attain an awareness of something, not just memorize a bunch of rules, it sticks with us. It's in our hearts. We want to live it out. It means more. And when it's in our hearts and we want to live it out, then we know that that's what God wants. He wants He wants that for us because he loves us and he knows what's best for us. This has been a very powerful verse for me as I was reading it this week. And I pray that it touches your heart in the same way. And in closing today, I pray that we will look for those moments when God is calling us to come stand by him because he wants to speak to us. What a gift that is from God. I'm so grateful that he does that in our lives. Thank you for joining me today. Know that I will be lifting you up in prayer this week, praying that we stand close to God so that we can hear Him and be ready when He calls us to action. Please don't forget to visit my website at www.walkbyfaithwithdiana.com, download and review the podcast, and follow and like our Walk by Faith with Diana Facebook page. And you can always email me because I would love to pray for you at walkbyfaithwithdiana at gmail.com. God bless you all. I love you all. And I pray that you have an amazing week as you walk by faith and not by sight.